0: here just in case. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Welcome to Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Recharge! <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, we don't have a, a super big crowd, but God has who he needs here. That's it. All right? But, you know, sometimes. Don't go nowhere. All right. Getting ready. Getting ready here, guys. Sorry about that. But, you know, you ever feel like you're empty inside? You know what? You know, I started. I started. Uh, At least a couple weeks ago, I'm going to get a head start for tonight. That didn't work out. I'm serious. It didn't. I I read over what I wrote down, and I felt, where's the message in this? I'm serious. I, I felt empty. And every day that went by, and it didn't change. It really didn't change. And I just kept reading and kept reading, and still nothing you know, you ever feel like nothing's ever happening, and and that's how I felt. I really felt like I don't, I don't have anything, and you 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 know right I, I don't, I don't I don't have anything, but God has something for us. Amen. He He's got us in a place right now, to cross over. That's where we're at. And 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 I had to. Think about that. And I kept reading Joshua, kept reading Joshua, and kept going over the scripture, over the same scriptures, over and over and over. And and I'm, I'm thinking, well, gee, days are passing by, and I still feel empty. But after reading the scripture and reading Joshua and going over it and over it, God has a message in his word for us. But a lot of times we don't see it because we're just reading. That's why it's good to go over what you read more than once, twice, several times, forever. Because he wants to get our attention. Amen? So, being as we're going to cross over, I just simple title, will you just step in? That's it, just step in. So I'm going to start reading from the last chapter of Deuteronomy, chapter 34 and verse 1, all right, and he says, then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab, to the top of Pisgash, Pisgash, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land, from Gilead to Dan, to all of Natali, the territory of Ephraim and Manassas, and all the land of Judah, as far as the western sea, the Negev, and the whole region from the valley of Jericho the city of Palms, as far as Zorah. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have, I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over unto it. Verse 5, And Moses the servant of the Lord died there in Moab. As the Lord had said, he buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth Peor, But to this day, no one knows where this grave is. Moses was a 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor strength gone. And the Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. And verse 9, Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Father, we just thank you and praise you tonight, Lord, for showing us, Lord God, and helping us and guiding us through this past year, Lord God, to be rooted in you, Father God, to understand that we needed to get closer to you, Father God, to be rooted into you, Father God, Lord God, and to be built upon you, Father God. Lord God, that we can understand where you're bringing us to this year, Lord God, helping us to cross over, but most of all, being obedient unto you and listening to you and hearing your word and let it be in our hearts and our minds so that we can be directed by you and by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. But here we see, here Moses, after all that he's been through, bringing the people through the wilderness for 40 years, and yet he doesn't get to go into the promised land. But God showed him it. He showed him what the people were going to inherit. Amen? God is going to show us what we're going to step into. But He wants you to see it. He wants you. He don't want you to just to step into it. He don't want you to take that old life that you have and go into the promised land. That's why the children wandered for 40 years because He wasn't going to let that generation go in because of what they had inside of them. They didn't have the faith. They didn't have the the promise of God inside of their lives. They just wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. But God wants us to go in with a fresh new look on what he's given us. We can't take that old man with us, that old woman with us. We can't take that old nature. We can't take that old heart. We can't put old wine into new skins and new wine into old skins. He says you got to leave it all behind. All of it, not some of it, not part of it, but all of it. So tonight we're going to do a lot of reading out of the book of Joshua because that's what God has put on my heart to do. So we're going to start with the book of Joshua, first chapter, verse 1 through 7. Amen. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, aid. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all the people, get ready to cross over the Jordan River unto the land I'm about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give to every place where they set their foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert, from, from, from Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country, and to the great sea on the west. And no one will be able to stand up against you, All the days of your life, as I was with Moses, I will be with you and I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6, he says, be strong and courageous because you will be led, because you will lead these people to the inheritance, the land that I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn to the right or to the left, that you may be successful. And whatever you go, wherever you go, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate upon it by day and night, so that you will may, may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will then you will be prosperous and successful. Amen. And verse nine. I have not com- commanded you, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you for, for wherever you go. Amen? Amen. One thing, if you read it, and, and he says, everywhere that you place your foot, it's yours. He didn't say just maybe half of where you step. No, every step that you take, God wants you to know that that land that's out there that he's going to give you is yours. But you have to accept that. You have to step by faith. You can't just say, well, okay, just, I'm just going to lounge around and ah, not, not care about it, not worry about it, not think about it. it it's okay. I'll let the devil claim that territory. No, he says it's your territory. It's your promise. It's your land. You're crossing over into what God has given you, not what the enemy wants to give you. God wants to give it to you. But will you take it? Will you accept it? Will you take that challenge of taking that step of faith? Will you just step in and let God give you what he's got for you? Verse 10, so Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, we will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord God has given you for you and your own. Amen. For you and your own. Everyone he's given it to you. That generation that was with Moses died off. They didn't get to see the promised land. They didn't get to enter into that promised land. Because God prevented that from happening. He didn't want those people to see it. He want them to inherit it. He didn't want their influence to be upon the people. Instead, they disappeared. In 40 years' time, a new generation rose up. Their descendants, their relatives, their children, they got to go in. And drop down to verse sixteen, and then they answered Joshua, "Whatever you have commanded us to do, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you, and as He is with as as He was with Moses." Amen. Joshua. As They said they'll follow him as long as he had the Lord God with him. I want you to know, God wants you not not to just follow anybody. He's given us a pastor, our pastors here, and they're the ones that are going to lead us into the promised land. They're the ones that you have to trust, but you have to realize they're the ones that God is with them. Amen? Do you understand that? That the Lord is with our pastors. Are you going to be obedient and listen to what they have to say? See, God is putting a challenge to us. But we have to obey it. We can't just go in and do whatever we want. We have to be obedient to what he's showing us. Now I want to drop down into uh, chapter 3 and uh, Joshua 3 and read 1 through 4. This is early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and, and went into Jordan where they camped before the crossing over. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp giving orders to the people. Then he, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests who are Levites, carrying it in, carrying it, You are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark, and do not go near it. See, God is showing us, He says, follow, because you don't know which way you're going. You don't know where you're going. God wants you to lead you and guide you, but you got to listen to what He has for you. You've got to see where He's leading you. you got to go where He's trying to show you. You can't just go in and, I'm going to go this way. God's got it already planned out for you. He's already got it laid out for you. He already's got the victory for you. But will you take it? In verse 7 of chapter 3, it says, The Lord said to Joshua, today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so they may know that I am with you, and as I was with Moses. The Lord is going to exalt our pastors. Not, not the rest of you. Our pastors are going to be looked upon. They're going to see that God is with them. They're going to be the ones that are lifted up. God wants to use them to bring us in and show us which direction we are to go in, but we have to follow, we have to listen, we have to learn. Now let's drop down to verse 9, and Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you, and that you will certainly drive out before you all the Canaanites, The Hittites, the Hivites, the Preserites, the Gazerites, Amorites, and the Jezebites. See that the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Amen. In verse 13, "And and as soon as the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, the water flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap pastor used the same scripture the waters are going to stop they're going to heap up he says they went back as far as the the city of Adam you need that's why you need to read the word of God I'm not going to go through every verse right now because I'm jumping through here to get you to understand that that there's, there's hidden treasures here. But if you don't read it, you're not going to see it. You're not going to hear it. We could preach and preach and preach. I don't have anything to give you. God has got what you need. That's why I felt empty because I didn't have a message. God has the message for you tonight. But if you're not going to accept it, if you're not going to receive it, you're going to go out empty. But after reading and reading and reading and going over and over and over and over again, I wasn't empty. I just didn't realize that God was trying to show me something. And until I saw it, then I realized it. A lot of times we don't want to read. We don't want to, we don't want to take the effort to do any more than I have to. I'll just show up. Can't just show up. You can't just be a pew warmer. All right. You can't just lounge around and figure, well, I got it all together. You know, too many people say, I, I, I know, Pastor. I know. I got it. I understand. I, I, I know what to do. No, you don't. If you knew what to do when you were out there in the world, you wouldn't have needed the Lord. He's the one that came and touched us when we didn't even know that He was touching us. He was the one that was working in our lives even when we didn't know it. Even when we were in our mess up, He changed us. He got us to open up our eyes to see and our ears to hear His Word. His Word. That's why there's power in the Word of God. But you've got to open up to see it to read it, understand that God is the one that's going to show you what's hidden in his treasures. Now we're going to jump into Joshua chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. Then the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan. The Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among you, from the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests stood, and to carry them over with you and put them down at this place where you are to stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men that he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and he said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God, in the middle of the Jordan, each of you, is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of Israel to serve as a sign among you in the future when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, then it crossed the Jordan. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial for the people of Israel forever pastor put up the stones here but a lot of people didn't even know what they were for because you didn't read it you didn't understand it's for a memorial for a remembrance of what God did God stopped the water when the priest stepped in with the ark of the Covenant the water stopped at that very moment that they stepped in. And that is a testimony. This year, God is going to give you testimonies. You need to write it down. They had they had those stones as a remembrance when they're told out, what are these stones for? And they, they had to tell them. They had to tell them that testimony of what God did. What is God going to do for you this year? What has He already started to do in your life? Beginning of the year. All right? You are crossing over. But what has He shown you? Ah. Amen. Water is good. Man. The Word of God. That's what water is. The Word of God. Amen. But you got to have it inside of you. Amen. Amen. Let's uh, jump down to... Uh, Joshua chapter 5 now. We're getting there. We're almost there. Verse 13 through 15. Now then, Joshua was near Jericho and he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell down face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does the Lord have for your servant? Amen. What does the Lord have for your servant? What message does God have for him? And the commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals. For the place you are standing is holy, and Joshua did so. When God comes into his presence, when we come into his presence, we have to realize that when we're in the presence of the Lord, we're standing on holy ground. Amen? And Joshua wanted to know who this man was. He says, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord. But how many of us even read that before, even saw that before? But here God is showing us something. God is telling us something. God is directing us and, and helping us to understand that when we go in, He's going to be He's the one that's going to give us the victory. We, we can't do it. We can't defeat the enemy on our own power, on our own strength. It's the God of the armies of heaven that's going to help us and guide us and lead us and show us the direction that we need to go in and who we're going to take out. But God has given us the land out here. He's not telling us to go out there and annihilate the land today, but he's wanting us to take over the land that the enemy has claimed. So, as we go back, I want to read one more scripture here. Book of Joshua 3, in verse 7. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Amen. Amen. So tonight, as we finish up here, God has put it on my heart to have our pastors to come up here so we can pray for you. Amen. And as we have... our leadership, our pastors come up here